Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? They finally just now start selling that. So uh, Rod had to order it online from me. So you think with Gene Simmons, he'd, you know, sell that immediately. We're hot, by the way. I know. Very professional. Hang it with D. What'd you say? Very professional? Yes. I, I know. They, they listen to the show. They know how it works now. Episode 93. And uh, yeah, we're still alive, kicking. We're back. That has been. I think it's been a month almost. It's been over a month. It's got to have been over a month. You're probably right. Last time we talked, we covered the draft. Yeah, May 2nd. So yeah, we're we're right at a month. Huh. So yeah, we're back. We have uh, a lot of things to talk about. Right. Probably won't go too in depth in a lot of it because, let's face it's it, it's nice. been yeah, it's been beat to death ad nauseum. Just give our takes on it and uh, talk a little TV and movies as well. Uh, Top Gun review. Yep. Uh, what? I don't even know where. How you been? All right. You know you can like elaborate. Well, no, I was going to say you can like come out and visit even when we're not recording, although it always turns into that. Or right. You never call, you never write. I need, the phone works both ways, yeah, asshole. I, I mean, I've been busy. Super busy. I don't have an excuse. But, yeah, same old, same old. Nothing new to really report. Good times. Mm. Um, well, I guess we'll lead with this since it's fresh and I won't spend a lot of time on it. Um, last night I went to a WWE house show because my buddy Justin, you know, huge wrestling fan i didn't know they were here they're in champagne oh and the tickets were brawl or smackdown uh both oh okay yeah and um you know i'll go to hang out with him that's fine whatever and he was desperate to go to a wrestling show two people i was really interested in seeing was ronda rousey and cody rhodes two matches in uh ladies and gentlemen we have to go to the back uh to show you a video breaking news or whatever and Cody's laid out. And Seth Rollins comes around the corner like, oh, my God, what happened? And Adam Pierce is like, you you mean to tell me you had nothing to do with that? No, I was in the back checking Twitter. It's like, oh, okay, well, guess what? You're I promised Champagne a main event level match, and they're getting it. It'll be you and Drew McIntyre against Sami Zayn in a triple threat. And the crowd pops. And I'm like, hey, idiots, we now don't get to see one of the biggest stars on the show that was advertised wrestle. And we didn't. Wow. Yeah, they did that main event, and then... So Co- Cody wasn't even in the building. No, Cody was there. Th- that's what makes it worse, is like during the main event, Cody comes out, starts beating on Seth, and they go to the back. And Drew McIntyre beats Sammy to win. So he was there. Wow. And they're doing a Hell in a Cell match tonight, so it would stand to reason he's healthy. So why the fuck did you do that? Yeah, that's pretty... I'd be pretty pissed. I was pretty... Yeah. Yeah, I that was my reaction initially. Hell in a Cell tonight, the pay-per-view? Yeah, and I asked him that on the way home. I'm like, what's your take on that? And he goes, 
you know what? Yeah, I kind of. It's like he actually had a chance to think about it. He goes, you know, I I would, did really want to see him wrestle. I'm like, yeah, yeah, me too. Like, kind of a dick move. So, did you ever in your life think that you would be looking forward to going to a wrestling show to see Cody Rhodes? No, well, <laughs> last few years, yeah. But yeah. although to to be fair, I I kind of popped when he came out. You know, had a great match at Mania. So. Uh, I mean, the guy's paid his dues for sure, and he's a good worker. So, I mean, he's a lot better than WB thought he was before he left. Yeah, for sure. So, anyway, so that uh, was pretty disappointing. Uh, was did Ronda wrestle? Ronda did wrestle. She wrestled Natalia. That was, you know, it was all right. That's the thing with house shows, though. Is like, there's since none of this is gonna matter. There's no stakes. So I'm just kind of watching it. Like, I don't. I yeah. don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's I no haven't reason been to, care. to a house show. House show means non televised, by the way. Yeah. It's just I, a I, live event. I haven't been to one of those since I was a kid. Yeah. And, you know, you don't care then. You're marking the fuck out. Um, but yeah, if it's, I'm, I'm the same way. I, there's no one, I don't think there's a force in the world that could get me to go to a quote live event now. I mean, if I'm going to go and see a TV thing. Because I know that that counts. Like, that's, you know, yeah. in the story. Whereas a live show, they just come out and do exactly that. Give you a little show, and then you're done. Nothing, you know. I think title changes have happened probably less than 10 times yeah. in the last 50 years during a, a untelevised event. Right. So there's no fucking drama whatsoever. Exactly. Um, um, and... I will say this: if if this was a Raw or SmackDown, and they did that Cody angle, that'd be fine because it's TV and you're pushing the story forward. You get a total pass on that. This is a house show. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, if it's advertised, deliver. Well, that, to be fair, in their defense, I will say this: they didn't advertise a card; they just advertised who was going to be there. But still, seeing and Cody was actually Roman's replacement because Roman's, I guess, not doing as many house shows. So his replacement just comes out, and you see him for literally two seconds, and then he goes away. Like, yeah, I think they're working him towards the the Brock role now, where yeah, he's only going to appear on TV, and it's whatever. Yeah, anyway. uh, I mean, while we're on the subject, MJF. Yes, have you seen it? Oh yeah. What are your thoughts? Shoot, work. Oh, it's work, a work shoot. for sure. You it's think, a work. Think yeah. it's a. I I think it started as a shoot because the the day before the pay per view. Um, double or nothing that he was supposed to be at a meet and greet and didn't show up and didn't yeah. show up. I think that part was the rumors were flying around that he had purchased a, a plane ticket to leave before yeah. the show. Yeah. And then, then the absolute squash. Yeah. During the paper. I don't know if you've seen it, but I heard about, it. I didn't watch he it. He literally got zero offense and Wardlow just beat the ever loving piss out of him. Power bombed him like eight times. They stretchered him out. I thought that was the last we were going to see of MJF. Yeah. And then he comes out on the next televised show, like no neck Visible brace or anything, or, yeah. like no, like playing it up where he comes out and, and then, you know, just starts off already pissed and then just keeps building and building. And I thought this is real. And then I got yeah. thinking, no. Nah. Yeah, no. I don't think so either. They, they would have cut him off way before, you know. But they made sure he got that, you know, you fucking Mark. You know, yeah. was, it was great. I mean, yeah, kind of a throwback to. There was a lot of parallels between that and the punk pipe bomb. Yeah. The whole like, oh, for you, the people cheering me right now, where were you 
48 hours yeah, ago when yep. you call me an unprofessional piece of shit and yeah yep uh speaking of punk mm-hmm. have you heard that news he broke his foot yeah yeah that's a bummer but... after winning the title broke his foot and so now he's gonna be out for yeah. I would th- two months at least probably. yeah two three months but uh i'm hearing conflicting reports on whether or not they're gonna vacate the title uh, I heard no. They're going to do an interim title. Okay, and then set up. Yeah, I think they're doing going to do like a battle royal or something on the next episode of Dynamite, and whoever wins that is going to face Moxley because he's the new number one contender. And whoever wins that wins the title is going to uh, wrestle uh, Okada at a uh, Forbidden Door. Okay. So, you, and then obviously it'll set up. A fall match, more than likely, between Punk and probably and, Moxley. Yeah. I mean, it's this thing, too. With I, MJF would be the perfect person to put the, put the belt on right now, but unfortunately, the timing of the storyline, you have to let this breathe a little bit. Yeah. And that's clearly their plan. I mean, they took him off their roster on the website. Yeah, he erased his existence. Yeah. So... Do you think they're going to lock him up before 2024? Oh, I think they already did. You think so? I'm, Yeah, I mean, the way Meltzer talks about it, they, there's no shred at all that, that this isn't a work. If I'm Tony, because that's the complaint is money. Right. So I would imagine. Which he's got. A he's pretty, right. Yeah, he's got a pretty good leg to stand on, all yeah. things considered. Yeah, I mean, it's if I'm sure it was probably something like, okay, they probably talked on the Saturday after the no shows. Like, come, come by, work the match. He worked the match, and then I'm gonna make you one of the highest paid guys in the company, and I'm gonna extend you as well. Yeah. That's what I would do. I'd give him everything he wants because, yeah, he's I right. Mean, I don't particularly like the guy, but he is one of, if not the best heels in the business right now. I think he's the best. I really yeah, do. I mean, yeah. I'd, and sure, he can cash a big fat ass check if he goes to WWE, but their track record is so. Yeah, I just I don't know that I would trust them right now. Yeah, but granted, they're doing well with Cody so far. Yeah, yeah, so far, so but far. Yeah, I I mean, when you look at it, you you already know what there's still like Rock Roman is all but done for WrestleMania. Yeah, like so. If you're looking at that, like, okay, so, yeah, you can sign me this big deal, but obviously I'm not going to be main eventing next year's WrestleMania because that's going to happen. And if that doesn't happen, it's going to be fucking Brock. You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe. Well, I guess Brock, I think I did hear Brock is currently under contract. So, yeah, he'll probably come back at some point. Um, I think if it's not Rock, it's got to be Cody. Could very well be, but. Yeah. I mean, because I just think that with all the things that we're hearing, Rock has cleared his schedule for the early part of the year. Yeah. So it'll be more than just the one appearance. And as much as I hate to see it, but you know what's going to happen. Like, Rock's going to put him over. Yeah. Why? He's family, and Rock has nothing to gain by winning. So, anyway. Quick uh, quick side note, and then we'll move on. Is this worse than the the Triple H Reign of Terror era? I think so. I do, too. Because if that happens, we're across, going on three years. I mean, across the board, not just the Roman stuff, but across the board, the product is, is just not good. Well, yeah. And hasn't been for a long time. Um, 
I was just talking about Roman specifically. And yeah, how... I mean, look, they tried and tried and tried to push him as a face, mm-hmm. and the fans shit on him. So at the very least, he's over now. For sure. You know, as as a heel. But right. he's he's quickly entering Brock Lesnar slash Triple H territory of... <sighs> I think he's already there, you know, of like, okay... You build up a big monster so that a good guy can slay him. Yeah. So if we go into Rock and he beats Rock, that's three WrestleManias in a row where the big bad villain beat the right. good guy. Like that's literally against everything we've we've learned for our entire lives as far as, you know. Right. I think in between WrestleMania 1 up until WrestleMania 32, there was one main event where the bad guy won, and it was Triple H. And people think that's one of the worst manias ever. Yeah. 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 It's going to be interesting to see how it works out. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Moving on. Football. We are, what? 97 days, I want to say, from the NFL. No, it's it's less than that now because – did you watch the McAfee when they had the 100 and they played Connor's video and instantly got a YouTube strike? No. Yeah. Did you see his video? The 144,000 minutes till football. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So they put that video out on Twitter and it was fine. So they just they rolled it during the show. Yeah. And literally within seconds, they got a copyright strike. Jesus. <laughs> because they recorded it literally over the clip of. Seasons the movie. Of, seasons of Love, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, of the movie. The movie version. Oh, okay. They just superimposed Connor's face on one of them, and they even <laughs> had the rest of them, like you could hear them in the background singing it. So, yeah, instant wow. strike. Um, but, yeah, so that means that we are probably 95, 94. I don't know what the – somewhere in that. Yeah. Anyway. September 11th is the first Sunday of football this year. Yeah. Uh so, yeah, it's coming. OTAs are going on right now. We're getting a lot of news, notes. The schedule is out, which we're going to dive into that. Um, obviously, you already know how it's going to be. Yeah. Heavy Steeler side here. Um, but just I, I – Stefan Tuitt, yeah. that broke my heart. I really thought he would come back, but it's what it is. Yeah. Um, let's, just, uh, let's just pull up the schedule here and take a little look. What are your thoughts on that schedule? We got, oh, for like the 732nd year in a row, not quite, but it sure as fuck feels like it, we're opening on the road uh, against the Bengals. Bengals, Patriots, Browns, Jets, Bills, Bucks is our first six games. Uh, We're definitely uh, not in the territory that we were in last year. We had the toughest schedule in the NFL this year. I think we're somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, One interesting part about it is – we travel less than any team in the NFL. Yeah. And we never leave the Eastern time zone. Right. Which I think is pretty A, it's it's significant. Yeah. But it's it's pretty crazy to think that that you know, we're gonna be in one time zone the entire season. Yeah. That's that's pretty wild. And there I saw it and I wish I would have wrote it down or saved it when I saw it, but there was a crazy stat that the last team that did that mm-hmm. to where they never left one time zone, I think they either won the Super Bowl or were the one seed or something like that. Oh, but, wow. And you, when you think, how is that going to matter? Well, it really does. Right. You know, that that's going to play a big factor is your, your players aren't so tired. 
jet lag. Most of our games, with the exception of the uh, primetime games, I want to say most of our games are noon games. In fact, I think all of them are noon games. Noon, noon, seven. No, near the bottom, I see a couple three o'clocks there. Oh, that's preseason. Never mind. Yeah, that's preseason. My bad. Noon, 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 seven, seven, noon, noon. Yeah. We oh, don't wow. have a single afternoon game. Wow. We are either a Sunday noon or a primetime. Yeah. And the reason, like you said, that that matters, jet lag and everything, how many times have we talked about the the West Coast team flying across the yeah. country for yeah. a noon start? And, and it, it applies for the East Coast going over there as well. You yeah. Know? I mean, even like to Denver, which I don't even know if we play Denver, but even like you get into the mountain range, that's still a two-hour difference. Throw in a... You know, a four o'clock start for them. Yeah. Uh, so it, it could play a factor. I mean, it's it's good. But just overall, looking at the schedule, what are your thoughts? Um, Obviously, opening at Cincinnati, that's, that's going to tell us a lot. Right. Yeah, I mean, last year we opened against Buffalo, and I had that kind of in my head as sort of a pencil loss, and then they won. Yeah. So I... That's on the road too. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I gotta imagine this with the season they had last year. How surprising it was. You would think they'd kind of be keyed up to play well, but M- Mitch's I, first game. Yeah. I. I think I I I I'm, I I did the same thing that I'm sure everyone else did, where you kind of go through the schedule and go, okay, that's I'm. If I had to pick it now, that's probably a win. That's probably a loss. It's probably yeah. a win. And I think I came to like eight wins. I want to say. Ouch. Um, well, let's do it right now. Cincinnati. Loss. Okay, we'll say it's loss. I need a pin. Yeah. All right. All right. So Cincinnati opens up. And reluctantly, I'm going to agree that that'll probably be a loss. New England. I actually think that's a win. I think that's a W home opener. With the New England, their offensive coordinators are Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Why is Matt Patricia your offensive coordinator? Well, according to Belichick, doesn't matter. But yeah, I I think the Patriots are in for a, a bad year. I do too. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I don't think Mac Jones is a bad quarterback. I don't either. But again, I just think that. Uh, they're they're gonna fall on some some hard times. Yeah. All right. Then we got at Cleveland. I am. Uh, I'm gonna work on the assumption that Watson's not gonna play that game. So yeah, I'm gonna say that's, that's a win. That's a win. And it hasn't come out, but rumors are swirling that Watson might be looking at an entire season suspension. What twenty five accusers now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely seems, justified. That, yeah, I mean, that seems fair. And his lawyer didn't do him any fucking favors when he came out two days ago and oh. said, getting a happy ending is not illegal. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's called prostitution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, only of extra money. No, that's. I don't think you quite understand how that works. Yeah. You are paying for a service. If that service includes a handy, blowy, or bangy, that's prostitution. Right. You Same know, thing the, with... The extra is the fucking massage. Right. So, anyway, yeah, that's a win. Jets. Win. Do I got to say it? Win. Bills. Home. Oh, at at Bills. Let's say that's probably a loss. Probably a loss. Tampa. Home for Tampa. 
does if time is still immortal or appears to be immortal i'd say that's more than likely a loss You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's I could see us winning it, but again, anything can happen. Um, For the sake of argument, we'll just put loss. Okay. Dolphins, that's a win. I would agree. Eagles, that's a win. Are you sure that's a win? I think so. I, I they were a playoff team last year, and they got a lot better. I I don't know. I'll I'll go with you. I'll say I, it's I a just. Win. Okay. We tend to have Philly's number most of the time. I, I think that's a win. Right. Saints, that's a win. I would agree. Bengals at home, that's a win. I think we're going to at least split. It's a home game. That's Sunday fair. night football. Mike Tomlin, don't lose those too many times. That's fair. Colts, Monday <sighs> night football at Indy, which I'm going to do my best to be at. That's a coin flip to me. That yeah, that could go either way. I think the Colts are going to be better though because I with Matt Ryan. Well, I definitely not... think they're going to be better than they were last year. They we already know they've got a really good defense. They got one of the best running backs in the NFL right now. Don't have a lot of receiver help. That is a factor, yeah. So, that being said, and even though it's not home, it's a road game, but it's still prime time. Prime time, which again, more times than not Mike Tomlin gets those boys up for it. It's we get an extra day of rest coming off the Sunday night game against the Bengals. I'm gonna I'm writing that down as a dub. Okay. Falcons, that's a dub. Right. Ravens, home, that's a dub. Panthers, that's, that's a, dub. a dub. Raiders, home. NFL Network. That'll be a Thursday night game coming off the Panthers game. Uh, I'm gonna say that's I'd an really. L. I'd really like to know who the Raiders are playing the week before, coming on into a short week. If healthy, that's a dub for me. Oh, I'll put a W. I think that's an L okay. personally, because uh, we always recent memory we always struggle against the Raiders for some reason. And fair, fair point. Fair point. And they're not bad this year, and I, they're probably yeah. Anyway. At the Ravens, I'm going an L. Just I, to split it. Yeah, I think sure. we're going to split with, with the Bengals and the Ravens. Browns, I'm saying dub. That's a home game. It's uh, TBD as far as when it's going to be. That might be flexed into the Sunday night. Spot, pretty pretty good chance where. that that'll be a must win for us, too. Yeah. yeah. At home. Um, uh, and it, it, Look, the Browns is the Browns. Deshaun or not. They'll find a way to fuck this up. I just, I have no doubt. And if Deshaun is out, fucking write them off. They're yeah. done. Because then it's turmoil. Because there's no way Baker Mayfield's going to fucking play. At least at this point, I don't see. I it believe out. it'll be Case Keenum is will be their, their so, starter in that situation. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We got them down for twelve games. Two of them were were tweening on. You have them down for 12 games. Well, no. The only – I put a dub down one time where you said it was probably an L. Which was? Uh, Colts, I believe. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Okay. Because looking at this, I know Raiders, I would lean that towards an L. Colts, Which... I would probably lean that towards an L. And Eagles, I'd lean that towards an L. 
Okay, so that's, that's still three. nine. Okay, so that's nine and eight. Be nine and eight. Okay, if it goes that way. Okay, you think nine and eight gets us the playoffs though? Not this year. Probably. Well, but you see, you got to remember all of these powerhouse AFC teams are going to be beating up on each other. Sure. You know, when you look at the AFC, it's fucking stacked. But somebody's got to win. Somebody's yeah. got to lose. There's gonna nah, <laughs> yeah, or tie. Hmm. Um, but I, look, I'm on the fucking wagon. I, I don't see us winning anything less than ten games. I really don't. All right, that's a bold. I think our defense, even without to it, is going to be near elite level. And I think our offense, I think Trubisky is going to surprise some people when he's got some weapons. Najee Harris, I almost said Davenport. <laughs> Najee Harris, have you have you heard this? He's the what two forty four. He is one pound heavier than Jerome Bettis was his second season. Wasn't his second year his worst year of his career? No. Okay. He he did he declined. Right. But no, the third year. Okay. When he got like six hundred yards, that was the year that it imploded. They changed the system completely and didn't yeah. run as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he went from uh Chuck Knox to whoever the new coach was that wanted to throw the ball. Yeah, you know. didn't like him whatsoever and it, it didn't work out. Mm. Uh he also I believe dealt with some injury problems that second year mm. and still went for like a thousand. Right. Um but the difference, though, is even back then at 243 pounds, and I love him. I've got a fucking life-size cutout of him in the other room there. Went uh, to Canton to see him get inducted in the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, Jerome Bettis. I mean, if you don't know me, Jerome Bettis is literally one of my favorite football players of all time. Jerome Bettis was a fat 243 pounds. Yeah. Najee Harris is a fucking chiseled rock at 244 pounds. Right. I think if he stays healthy... Najee Harris is going to be Derrick Henry 2.0 if he stays healthy. That's the big one. O-line, too. I'm, well, that, I, I yeah. don't know that I And I'm that's gonna... the other thing. Our O-line, there's no way it's not better than it was last year. That's physically impossible huh. for them to be as bad as it was. Um, they are, from all accounts, looking to move – Kendrick Green to guard. Yeah. Looks like he's going to be in a battle with Kevin Dotson for the left guard spot. I don't see him winning that. Mm. I, especially if Dotson bounces back because he had a bad year last mm. year. If he bounces back and then you got James Daniels, right guard is a monster. Mm. Mason, is it Mason? Mason? Mason Cole? Cole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at center, did pretty well last year. Got to be an improvement against, over Green. <laughs> yeah, uh, against us when he started at center, Minnesota rushed for two hundred and fifty some yards. So mm. he did okay, and Kendrick Green was just an absolute liability at center last year. Uh, funny side story about that here. I'll tell you in a second. Um, so yeah, I just like I said, there's in my eyes, I if healthy, which is the you know, mother of all ifs, right? Um, I, I see no less than ten wins. I just I I think we've got that much talent, and as much as I've been down on him over the years, it's fucking Mike Tomlin, you know, right? The man doesn't have losing seasons, 
And if you're a betting person, the Vegas line right now is 7.5 wins. How, I don't see where Have they, you not bet that yet? Not yet, but I'm going to. Okay. Um, and I'm probably going to bet it heavy because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's like I said, it's Mike Tomlin. He doesn't have losing seasons. Let's. I, I I was thinking of this too. How about a little gentleman's bet between us? I bet you Michigan will win more football games this year than Pittsburgh will. Michigan has twelve. Or the- twelve regular season games, a potential championship game. Well, then you'd have a bowl game. But if they make the playoff, okay, yeah, that then that gets kind of. But yeah, you have twelve potentially champion a Big Ten title game, a bowl game, one bowl game at least. Although if they make the playoff, it would be two. But you know what? Fuck you and fuck Michigan. I'll take that bet. Okay, twenty dollars. Sure. All right. All right. Pound it. There we go. All right. Uh, so Kendrick Green. Okay. You know, I I got a lot of friends over in the old River City there. Mm-hmm. Uh. My buddy Brandon, who used to own the bars that yeah. he used to go to and everything, well, he's into real estate now and he's got some Airbnbs and all this. He calls me up a few weeks ago, and uh, he's like, hey, he goes, I was going to tell you something I thought you'd be really excited about, but Louie here just told me that you fucking hate the guy. I'm like, what? He's like, Kendrick Green's staying in one of my Airbnbs. <laughs> I was like, can I come over and teach him how to fucking block? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess nice. he he had some charity thing that he was doing here, so he yeah he stayed in one of my good friends' Airbnbs, which I thought, why why wouldn't you stay at home? But then I thought, eh, he went to Peoria High School, so mom and pop probably don't live in the best neighborhood. You're probably right though. Yeah. Uh, I had a well, my story's not as cool as yours, but a couple months ago, a kid I wrestled with posted something about Kendra Green coming to Peoria High School and working out with some of the guys. Yeah. Caption was, oh, it's not every day you have an NFL lineman, you know, come by come by to work out. I'm like, well, if he doesn't fucking start playing better, he won't be an NFL, yeah. NFL lineman Yeah, for he won't long. be for long, yeah. yeah. And I honestly, I if he doesn't show significant improvement this year. He's a third-round pick, so yeah, he's probably gone. Yeah, yeah. It, there's no doubt that he's going to make it through this season. Um, But yeah, if, if he doesn't show something if and when he gets on the field he probably won't see a third season yeah i would agree because he got just absolutely manhandled um and while we're on that subject i am so sick and tired of everybody just and i i can't believe that these words are about to come out of my mouth hole Mm -hmm. i'm sick and tired of seeing all these people on twitter whether it be actual writers blah 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 just completely fucking disregard Mitch Trubisky. And I'm going to, here's my prediction. Kenny Pickett doesn't play a meaningful snap this year in the NFL. Okay. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to have comeback player of the year type numbers. Don't say that he's going to win it, or if that even counts as a backup you know what I mean? I think it does something like that. Where, like he was a starter, and then he went to a backup role. And now he comes out. Yeah, that would that would count. I would yeah. think so. Yeah. Um, but because I, I don't, I don't think there's an official like requirements, like an injury, and it's just oh, you came back. You were much better than you were previously. I think yeah. that's all it is. So, um, but yeah, I I wasn't crazy about it, you know, a few months ago. Um, but I just I don't know. There's 
I, I think that year with Daybowl and, and Josh Allen, and now he's walking into a situation where he's got a budding star at tight end who also has bulked up. Yeah. To where baby Gronk might not need the word baby in front of his name anymore because he's – he even admitted that he was out of shape towards the end of last year, and he's like, that's not going to happen this year. Mm. Uh, Deontay Johnson is playing for a new contract. Najee Harris is is Derrick Henry 2.0. Claypool I, I, still pretty good. Yeah, Chase Claypool, as long as he doesn't try and make any stupid-ass first down gestures when the clock's running out. What's the name of the wide receiver we drafted from Georgia? Uh, Os, is it Austin? George? Oh, oh, George Pickens. George Pickens. George Pickens. Yeah, he's from Georgia. Then we got the little burner dude. He, I'm not crazy that he's only five seven. Calvin Austin the third, I believe yeah. is his name. Um, but he, but he runs a fucking four two. Remember the meme that was going around last year that said, "I already hate the the new the next uh, Steelers, the next wide receiver the Steelers t- took in the draft." Then we took George Pickens, and then a couple days ago I saw a highlight of him in the Orange Bowl against my beloved Maize and Blue. That, it's a blowout where he it's twenty eight to three and you see him on the lined up shushing the Michigan sideline run up push our corner to the ground and then shush the sideline again I'm like you're right I already hate him <laughs> but I I love that aspect though because I I know I'm kind of kidding yeah I mean, if he does that to someone he, else there, there's awesome. reports that he's a bad seed blah 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 but look last time we had a wide receiver with mean streak it was a pretty good time who are we talking about. Uh, one Heinz Ward. Oh, well, that's different. There's a difference between a mean streak and being a douchebag. I'm sorry. Was there a football game going on? What are we talking about? When this incident occurred? Yeah. Was it a live ball situation? Like I said, I'm joking about that. That's kind of, yeah. That, I, know, I mean, but if he does it on my team, it's going to be really funny. to win the game. You play till the whistle blows. The I, man across from you is your enemy. I, I get that. Enemy deserves no mercy. Do we have a problem, Mr. Lawrence? I, I only had an issue with it because it was Michigan. I know. If I know, he does it to the Ravens, that's going to be fucking awesome. Awesome, right. Exactly. But I'm just saying, if he that if he has legitimate character concerns, we keep doing that. You know, we don't have yeah. we don't have a veteran in that locker room to fucking I mean, had Smack somebody around. Had like, he not go- gotten hurt and missed most of last season, this season before, I thought. No, nah. or was it last year? I thought he missed most of okay. last Maybe year. Maybe right. He, I, I think he came back late. Um, but either way, all of the talk was if if he's the healthy the entire year, he's he's in that top ten, fifteen pick. Right. You know. So I, I'm all for it. And yeah. the more weapons we give old Mitchell. The, the happier I'm going to be. And all this back to my original point, I don't think Kenny Pickett I, – I still don't think Kenny Pickett is the answer as far as a long-term situation. Kenny Kid hands? Yeah. Um, I just – I tend to agree with a lot of the knocks on him was that, yes, he was good in college, but that's, that's his ceiling. Like, yeah. I think he could potentially be a middle-of-the-road – and nothing will make me happier than if I'm wrong and he turns mm-hmm. into a 15-year franchise quarterback. I don't see it. I'm more on the train of, look, Mitch Trubisky is only 27 years old. Mm. If he comes out and balls out, we got a solid athletic quarterback for at least the next five to eight years. Mm-hmm. You know, Unless he blows a knee out and loses that athleticism, then all bets are off. But right. 
I just I hate to think that we wasted a first round pick on Kenny Pickett, but if you ask me right now, we wasted a pick on Kenny Pickett. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to prove a lot of people wrong. I if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I would have preferred to use that first round pick on a lineman or trade back and getting another lineman and then me personally, I would have went after the the kid Linderbaum from Iowa. Yeah, me center. too. I would me have too. put uh, Daniels at right guard, <coughs> Dotson at left guard. Then you got Mason Cole, who can back up all the positions in the interior. Possibly Kendrick Green could back up all the positions in the interior. That solves a lot of depth issues. Sure. And and then then we go. You know. And then but, the second half of that would have been. If in, the th- if in the third round, wow, Malik Willis is still available. Still there, yeah, yeah. Let's take him and see or if even we can Cor- develop him. Corral was there late. I I didn't like him personally. I, I didn't either, but but still, seems... if you had to take a quarterback, you could have taken one of those other guys. But you could have just not taken one at all, and say, Mitch, here's the fucking keys. Mm-hmm. You don't make much money. Prove us wrong. Right. And he either goes out and does it. Or he goes out and sucks, and then guess what? We're in a pretty good draft spot next year when the quarterback class is supposed to be significantly better than it yeah. was this year. Although that class scares me, too, because the two biggest ones are I mean, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. One of which is from? Ohio State. And also, C.J. Stroud played with three NFL wide receivers last year. Yeah. And I'm sure Bryce Young probably similar, and that, that always terrifies me. Yeah. The guy that you know has loaded skill position in yeah i mean again alabama is still in that same boat as ohio state yeah as far as the modern era at least yeah um i think i think alabama's had a little bit more success from the quarterbacks than than ohio state has though if we're talking all time yeah i mean that alabama had joe namath and ken stabler yeah and, and they've jury's still out but Tua and mac jones so far, not absolutely horrible. Right. Um, Tua's jury's definitely out on Tua. Yeah. Um, remember, the Dolphins famously put that hype video together showing Tua underthrowing uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Um, trying to think who had the toughest schedule. spend a lot of time on it but just wanted to just take a little look see oh wow the chiefs oh if i'm reading that correctly no that's the hardest schedule they got us all the way down there i thought we were closer to the middle of the road According to Sharp Football Analysis, the Giants have the easiest schedule, hmm. followed by the Eagles, Colts, Bears, Lions, which typically, if you, you know, just going through that list, Commanders, Bucks, that's not good for the NFC. Um, typically, A lot of weak divisions. Yeah, typically you're supposed to see the losers of last season have the easier schedules, and no. that kind of follows, and then... They've actually got Pittsburgh rated at 29th, which I could have swore 
whoever I looked at before, they had them ranked a little little higher up. And then the Chiefs and Rams have the toughest schedules, which they should. Right. Um, Bengals 26th. Uh, I think I think the Chiefs are due for a bad season. Uh, I don't mean like five wins bad, but I think they're going to be in that nine-win territory. I can see them not winning the division this year for sure, mainly because of how fucking hard that goddamn division is going to be this year. And just the AFC in general. Right. I mean, if you look at – let's just look at their schedule. Oh. oh, murderers row! Jesus, Cardinals, yeah. Chargers, Colts, Bucks, Raiders, Bills, Niners, Titans, Jags, bleh. Yeah, and that, that, that's why I stopped there yeah. because the Jags. And, but then Chargers, Chargers Rams. Rams, Bengals, Broncos, Texans. You have two like kind of circled wins on there. Everything Seahawks, else... uh, Broncos again. Just glancing through that, I only see. Three games that I would bet my house on. Yeah. The rest of them could go either way. Right. They'll probably split with the Chargers and the Broncos. And the Raiders, probably. Uh, uh, yeah. So let's just, for the sake of argument, say that they do exactly that and they split with all three divisional teams. There's six wins. Cardinals got better. No, that's three wins. They no, split. because I, I'm counting Jags. Oh, right, 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 um, right, right, right. That makes sense. Texans and probably Seahawks. Yeah, okay. Uh, Cardinals got better. Chargers got better. Colts got well, better. You just said we'd split with the Chargers, so. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, I'm okay. just I'm just going through yeah. them. Raiders got better. Bills got a little better, but they were already awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's at Buff. No, that's at KC, so that might help their cause. Niners. Niners are kind of I don't know because Iffy, yeah, yeah we, we don't know what uh, what Trey Lance is going to be yet, and we still you know the whole Debo Samuel situation's got to play itself out. Um, Titans should be in pretty good shape. Again, I think we're always kind of iffy because Tannehill is iffy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he had that you know really great great year, and then he's been kind of decent. He did, you know, get them to the one seed with Derrick Henry, Derek Henry yeah, for, for most of the season. Yeah, I mean that's that's a brutal schedule. That yeah. that's like our schedule last year. Um. So yeah, I I could see the Chiefs being a nine win team. Yeah. I really could. If that, I mean, that's that's going to be tough. Um. As far as contenders and easily easy schedules, the Eagles and Colts are in really good shape right now. As are the Bucks, Cowboys, Ravens. So, yeah, gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, what else you got NFL? Anything? Uh, I, I know no, I, no. Did you see the little clip of uh, Antonio Brown talking to Charlie Arnold? He was back in Pittsburgh. I think he had a concert in Pittsburgh or something, but they were doing something, and Charlie, you know, Charlie Arnold, she used to be in the WWE, ESPN. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, anyway, she asked him to, they, you know, about his career, and he's like, I think I, you know, was one of the best and did everything I wanted to do, blah, blah, blah. She's like, what What are the chances we see you play this year? He's like, don't play yourself thinking I'm going to play this year. <laughs> the classic right. A.B. quote. Like, right. Um, and that's basically telling me nobody's called. No. Now, week 10, 11, you got a couple receivers down. He's going to probably get some calls, I would think. But, again, he still, according to him, needs this ankle surgery. And he refuses to get said ankle surgery unless it's paid for by whatever team signs him. Jesus. Now, who knows, as the season starts rolling along and he's not on an NFL team, he might change his stance on that and think, let me just go ahead and get this done. That way I can, you know. Uh, I just, I don't know. I Something tells me Antonio Brown is going to be a 30 for 30 one of these. Oh, for sure. Where, you know. Already I think he is. Yeah, well, I'd probably, think. but. I mean, if I think if he doesn't, well, I say that, but then I remember that he is a major partner with Kanye and whatever that sports agency program wow. is. And they've actually got some big names uh, signed to that, so I guess I won't say he's going to be on right. on the street begging for change. But uh, I I think his playing career is probably over unless right. something really dramatic happens through the course of the year, a team desperate for a wide receiver. Uh, oh, what was the other? Wasn't there some more controversy that just came out with the commanders? Oh, Congress has called Daniel Snyder and um, Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell mm. to come testify, mm. which that could get very interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders, they've got some fucking turmoil coming. Have you, did you follow any of that? Yeah. The with the emails and everything, and now Gruden's lawsuit. Like, shit's gonna get heavy. Yeah. Like, would the Raiders just fired their president or something? One of their top executives, they fired and didn't say why. So he came out and was like, "Well, I'll tell you why because there's some sexual misconduct going mm. on." And they're trying to squash it, and so that's that's going to turn into a big thing as well, right? But yeah, going to be interesting next few months, right? Do you think Deshaun's going for the year? Um, I I don't think that's likely. I'd say it's probably half the year. Um, I mean, he deserves a full game, a full year suspension, but I don't. We, I, I could I'm sorry, see. Have, hold on. Have we really spent forty minutes talking about the NFL in June? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Doesn't seem like it, does it? No, it does. <coughs> so yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. I'm just happy that there's NFL to talk about. Yeah. I could see him suspending him for the season, appealed down to like ten games, maybe. I I really think they need to send a a message because it seems like anytime something comes up with 
allegations like this, especially against women, domestic violence, things like that, they completely drop the ball That's and then true, get yeah. roasted. If Goodell wants to save any kind of face, regardless of what the grand jury said, he needs to iron fist this and say, you're sitting out this entire year for putting a black eye on the NFL. Right. I mean, fucking look what Josh Gordon has gone through in his life over smoking weed. Right. And this guy is obviously, whether you like it or not, at least in some way, a fucking sexual predator. Right. 25's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's a lot of smoke. Yeah. There's probably some fire there yeah. somewhere. Right. And like I said earlier, his lawyer didn't do him any goddamn favors by saying what he said, so... Uh, all right, other sports, baseball, Cubs suck. That's about all I got on that. Yeah, we got the NBA finals going on. Celtics, Warriors, Celtics shocked them. I yeah, I mean they were down big, and I thought, oh, and here we go, Warriors were gonna run them out, and they fucking came back and won. Uh, game two is tonight, which I thought that was really weird. Game one was on a Wednesday night in San Francisco, Golden State. Was it Wednesday? I thought yeah. it was Thursday. No, okay. Wednesday night. Okay. And game two in the same fucking arena yeah. is Sunday. Like, how the fuck do you start a final series and then have four days off? Right. Or three, basically. Yeah. Three days off before game two. Like, come on. Yeah. Kind of boring. Right. Uh, NHL playoffs going up. Did you see Lordo <laughs> on the McAfee show? Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Uh, I've actually been watching the NFL, NFL NHL playoffs. Have you? Um, Fucking same problem with the NBA playoffs. It seems like every goddamn game is a blowout, though. It's like yeah, it's I, like I, I want to try and get into this, but I, I was the same way when, especially when the Hawks were on their run. I watched almost zero regular season, but come playoff, playoff hockey is a different animal. Like yeah. it is so fucking exciting to watch. I can't explain it, but it just is. Yeah, because they're usually. Close games, many times going to overtime, where literally any one single mistake, and the game is over. But yeah, this year, especially on the Western Conference side, like yeah. I've even heard the the boys on McAfee talking about how those two teams are built for offense, and you got Tampa and the Rangers hmm. built for defense. Which that's kind of a shock. The Rangers being up two zero on on Tampa, yeah, um, and they actually broke. I don't know if you saw this, but Tampa was on a streak of 19-0 and 0 in games after a, a loss in the playoffs. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. And they, they broke that streak the other night when the Rangers won game two. But game I, three tonight? Uh, Rangers. Rangers-Lightning, yeah. yeah. And I believe – where's it at? It's in Tampa. Okay, so the first two were in New York. All right. I wouldn't write Tampa off, man. They got a hell of a squad. Well, no, there. I mean, won two titles in a row, so they're pretty good. But uh, yeah, I'll watch that tonight. Yeah. Well, I I honestly probably won't watch until the Stanley Cup Finals. I'll probably let me rephrase that. I'll I'll try to watch it, and then it'll probably turn into a blowout, and then I'll have to turn it off and do something else. But I was really hoping to see Connor McDavid in the uh, the finals, but. Yeah. It ain't looking good. No. They're down 3 nothing. 3 0 so. to Colorado. Uh, all signs basically pointing to Colorado might run away with this thing, especially if the Rangers and the Lightning continue to beat up on each other the way that they are. But All right. Did you get. Oh, it's. Okay, hold on. Rangers Lightning is at 2 p.m. Never mind. 
Today? NBA, yeah. Oh, wow. NBA Finals seven. So, okay. Did uh, did you start watching Ozark? Mm-mm. No? No. Not yet. So why did you ask me that question? I thought, oh, cool. He's getting well, it. because I... One of my review channels I watch, <laughs> they did like a mid mid of the middle of the year like breakdown on like TV shows and movies, and one of the guys said he loved Ozark until the end, and said he hated the way like he he's, he described I, it like the show kind of fell apart near the end, like they didn't mm, know what like they didn't know how to end it. I disagree. Okay, I disagree with that. Okay, I wasn't a fan mm. of the way that it ended. Just because it didn't happen the way I wanted to see it happen. Sure. But it does make sense. Okay. Like, it, it doesn't... You're not going, what the fuck? Like, it it fits. Like, Jason Bateman doesn't wake up in the middle of the night. So I just had the wildest dream. Yeah, that was a yeah, drug launderer. Yeah, it's not like Game of Thrones ending bad. It's just like, god damn it. Like, you damn. know, you, you don't want to see it end. Like, I mean, who the fuck wanted to see Walter White die? I had no issue with that ending whatsoever. I didn't either. But yeah. again, you, you kind of, yeah. you know, sure. you hope that he rides off into the sunset. Right. Um, but yeah, anyway. it's still really good. It's yeah. just the ending will leave you going, God damn it. Ooh, you know what I did watch? And I only watched it just because it was eight episodes. It's not new. It's been out for a while. I watched season one of True Detective. I've not watched any of that yet. With Matthew McConaughey. It's it's sort of like Fargo and um, American Horror Story where each season is its own story. That's why I only watched season one because I heard season two was horrible and I haven't really heard anything about season three. But season one with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson was fucking great. Was it? Very, 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 very dark, though. Yeah. Like I mean, Yeah, I, w- I was always interested in that. I just never... I uh, recommend it, yeah. I, I mean, never got into it. Same thing with Stranger Things. Like, I... I watched season one and enjoyed it, but I never. Me neither. I would. I, I never on, went back. On two and I think four is getting ready. I think four to either just hit or is about to. I think the first half of season four is out. Now. Yeah, uh, I have been watching Obi Wan. It's pretty solid. I think we're only we're three episodes in. We've already seen Vader. They've already had a little 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 scrum, um, but it's good. Some some canon issues, but. Again, it's Star Wars. Anything's better than the three movies that they put out. But anyway, that anything else before we get into this? Mm, no, no. I think I know what you're getting into. So. I feel the need, the need for speed. Top Gun, Maverick, out now. Set a lot of records. Yeah. Highest grossing opening film for Tom Cruise's entire career. Yep. Also Memorial Day weekend as well. Yeah. Smashed a bunch of records. Full disclaimer. I didn't want to see it. I mean, I was got Let me get that. I didn't want to go and pay money to see it. Yeah. Because I asked you if you wanted to go, and yeah. you said you can't give Tom money. And the reason why is because there were some reports that came out that he was a complete douche dick to... The men and women on that aircraft carrier when they were filming. Oh, really? Like to like, don't look at me type shit. Oh, and they had to like hide in their fucking bunks while they were filming certain scenes and everything. Yeah, oh, ports are he was a that. complete ass, huh? But and 
you didn't say a word about it, so I give you zero credit. Uh, all praise to the McAfee. Listening to him talk about it, I was like, all right, well, I guess I got to see it. Because according to McAfee and the boys, except Connor, <laughs> did you watch that episode? No, I, I started the episode of the pod where Nick was Top Gun Nick, and he had the flight suit and yeah. aviators and everything. Yeah, yeah and, and McAfee didn't even notice. Like, You've been wearing that the whole time? <laughs> yeah, since the beginning. Sunglasses, too? Yes. Huh. Uh, yeah, McAfee rented out the largest screen in the state of Indiana for the entire took the entire theater wow. so that the show and their families could go watch it and said just nothing but praise. So I was sitting here Friday and I was like, fuck it. Let's just, let's go see it. And then that way Dylan and I have something to talk about. Oh, you actually saw it in theaters. You didn't. I I went yesterday, 1030 AM. Wow. Like first showing of the day when I bought the tickets, you know, on Fandango, you can pick your seats. No seats were chosen. Wow. I was like, Okay, this is supposed to be a blockbuster. I guess nobody wants to see a movie here in the morning. Now we weren't the only ones in theater. Right, my time was all said and done. Uh, that being said, fucking awesome. I know, right? I uh, yeah, yeah. I I never like I liked Top Gun. I was going to mention that too because I watched the original like three days before I watched <laughs> for the first time ever. For the first time ever, wow. and I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was good. For an 80s action flick, it was good. Not, you know, a lot of nits to pick, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like most of the characters are pretty unlikable, except for Goose. Yeah. Um, Iceman is, like, almost... People talk about him like he's this evil villain. No, he's not. He's By the just... way, let me stop you. Spoilers are coming. Oh, yeah. Just So if you haven't seen it yet, first off, definitely see it. If you're even a slight Top Gun fan... Or cruise fan, whatever, because it is a great, great movie, fan service, everything that you could possibly want out of a Top Gun movie. Go see it. But if you haven't seen it, stop listening right now because I'm gonna talk some shit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the original one, I a lot of I had some issues with like characters being written, like like I said, they're pretty unlikable except for Goose. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, it's okay. It's fun. I yeah. I get why it was kind of popular. But yeah, the new one fucking amazing yeah i look superior in every way top gun was a movie that did not need a sequel like it we could have gone our whole lives and been like okay with it yeah totally but for them to come back and do a sequel to a movie 36 36 years later perfect yeah i i I hate to throw that word in that but literally perfect for what it is yeah it's yeah. perfect for yeah. like the fan service the callbacks and you don't even have to like had you never seen top gun one mm-hmm. you could have watched this movie and been okay like you there would have I been know. a couple things that you're like well, what's that all about but you, your niece saw it and loved it yeah and but had never having seen, seen the first one so yeah that's my first recommendation if you haven't seen the first one please do because Everything else hits just a little harder yeah. in, in the sequel because there are so many even minor things that are is a 100% callback to the original movie, but it's done so well. Perfect example of that is the opening credits, how they show the same, the exact same message in 1969, yes. blah, 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 blah. 
Same font and everything. Same font. And even it's... looked like it was fucking produced in the eighties. Right. And then they show this pretty pretty much the same sequence that they do in the opening yeah. credits of the first one of the jets taking with, off. With the music and then with Danger Zone, which I fucking love. Yeah. And with modern cameras and technology and like holy fuck, this looks so much cooler. Yeah. Like the thing that I keep coming and, and up in Kenny my... Loggins recorded a new version of it. Yeah. Tom didn't like it. He's yeah. like Nah, we we, we got to stick with the original, yeah. and I'm glad they did. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so I didn't mean. To yeah. But yeah, like the, just that opening credit sequence. I'm like, holy fuck! All right, I'm I'm ready to go. You got me. Let's yeah. do this. This is gonna be awesome. Yep. Yeah. After I saw it in IMAX, which I don't generally like IMAX, but this movie felt like a good movie to see in IMAX, and it was especially the sound, like the afterburners and everything. Is yeah. Just like, we saw it on the super screen. Oh, okay. Uh, not not the IMAX, but I, I'm the same way. I'm not a huge fan of IMAX, even though I know it's supposed to be amazing. But it's just so much to take in on that big ass screen. I also um, sat in the back row, so I wasn't turning my head to see things. My only complaint about that scene, if I had one, I mean, yes, I'm glad that they played it, but I wanted to hear this part of the like. You know, yeah. but instead it goes like basically right into the uh, yeah, yeah the the chorus part. But yeah, perfect. Right. And then like he still rides the exact same fucking Kawasaki Ninja that he had right. in 1986. I didn't even know that. Where did they find a ninja that's still running yeah. for one? And where he's riding down the runway again, perfect callback. The um. Great balls of fire. Yeah. Like, as soon as the, the jukebox got unplugged, I was like, no. Like, don't tell me Rooster's going to be fucking jamming the piano. Yeah. Sure as shit. That's what calls Tom back. Um, Well, we got to, in my mind, I'm thinking we're burnt going through, like, chronological order. The well, test, yeah. the first time you see Tom, and he's a test pilot. Yeah. Test pilot trying to go Mach 10. Yeah. And the contract's going to get pulled because they're not even close. They haven't even hit Mach 8 yet. And their, they their, ne- their test flight was grounded. Like, they're yeah, they were told it's over. Well, no. that. Well, I think so. Yeah. No, the, when Tom shows up to, to take that flight, Hondo tells him that we're done. There, there's no need. Because that's when Tom's like, well, we're. Well, I thought that the, the point of it was that, like, Ed Harris was going to was literally on the way to tell them that, and they're like, "Well," and Tom was like, "Well, he hasn't gotten here right, yet." But yeah, technically speaking, they right. were basically told, "Don't yeah. even bother with this flight because you're done." Yeah. I, he's coming to shut you down personally. Too. Shut you down. Um, and yeah, in in true Tom Cruise, or I guess I should say Pete Mitchell, fabric or Maverick fashion, yeah. fashion, he's like, "Fuck you! I'm getting in the plane and I'm." But he does it for a good reason because he wants to keep the program going yeah. so that all those people still he, have jobs. He realizes that his job is, is going to be basically fucked, but he wanted to make sure that the program could at least continue on for all the people that he worked for. And yeah, so Mach, they were trying to reach Mach 9, but their contract called him to reach Mach 10, so that's what Tom pushes for, which is 7,672 six nine miles per hour Jesus. and in true maverick fashion he decides to go a little faster 
and I think he hits 10.4 before the aircraft basically starts to melt, and he no. crashes into fucking Podunk, USA. Yeah. And the only thing that saves him from basically being court-martialed and thrown out of the Navy is Iceman yeah. being th- his best friend and calls him back to Top Gun. Because uh, he's an admiral. No. Yes, yeah. Iceman has... They were both captains back in 1986. Iceman is now an admiral in charge of the entire Pacific fleet, and Pete Mitchell is a captain still, not as a test pilot. But you come to find through the movie that uh, on more than one occasion, Iceman has uh, come through and and saved his buddy's ass a couple times to basically keep his career afloat, just like he does here. And I, I enjoyed... Not enjoyed because it's kind of a sad situation. But for those of you that don't know, Val Kilmer is not in good shape. Uh, he has throat cancer, basically can barely talk. And they wrote that exact same thing into the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had kind of a really touching moment yeah. at one point. But um, this you may see him on the screen. Rooster, who is Goose's son. Mm-hmm. And there is... They don't really allude to it at first, but the, you can tell that there's some kind of... Tension. Yeah, tension, animosity, because once Tom realizes that Rooster's there, it's like he's kind of nervous about it. And then as soon as Rooster finds out it's Tom, you can tell that he don't like Maverick yeah. whatsoever. But Come to find out why. Yeah, Maverick basically got brought back to Top Gun to teach the kids how to do a mission. Yeah, yeah. A, a near-impossible mission where they have to fly low under radar and against fifth generation jets which they don't they weren't using one so they were yeah. already at a disadvantage and uh yeah it was it was just really awesome really reminded me of the mission in I want to hope I want to play dogfight football well 20 years ago I wanted to play dogfight football yeah I didn't understand that I even said that to your brother when I was watching I'm like wait why are there two balls yeah. and then they said well you play offense and defense at the same time I'm like Oh fuck, that sounds cool. Yeah, <laughs> All right. I don't know how it would work because are you going out for a pass or are you covering a pass? But yeah, I mean on on film it looked like it was cool, but I would imagine if you got a group of guys together to try and do it, nobody'd know what the fuck to do. Right, like, I'm open. You're covering him. What the yeah. fuck? Um, yeah, and John Hamm I thought did a pretty good job of being what was he the the third in command I think. Yeah, but he was the leader of that particular base or whatever, and only putting up with Maverick because Iceman told him to. And then, of course, Iceman passes away off screen. That's a touching moment. And literally the next day, Maverick is basically grounded, kicked out, and they're going to change the whole parameters of the mission to make it slower. But Tom knows that by doing so, that's going to leave them very vulnerable, completely vulnerable to uh, air, not only surface-to-air missiles, but also the uh, patrolling fifth-generation jets that would come in and and wipe them out. And Maverick basically steals a plane and runs the course in, what, 2.15, which was 15 seconds faster than what they were initially were training for. And at that point, yeah. They say, Maverick, you lead lead the the team. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he chooses Rooster. That leads us to the final 20, 30 minutes of the film. Which mm-hmm. I literally predicted, and you can go in there and ask, I predicted almost every single aspect of what happened. Mm. And 
I'm still not at all mad about it because it was it was yeah Hangman especially I knew that was gonna oh yeah that yeah who's the kind of the modern Iceman except this guy's actually a dick yeah he's called Hangman because he leaves his wingman yeah hanging hangings hangs him out to dry yeah so he doesn't get picked for the mission even though he's like technically like the best pilot. But the moment their mission is going on and you see him sitting in the plane, I'm like, I know exactly where this is going. And it should. Yeah. Um, but to me, the, the moment that got it is, so they're fighting, going through all this shit. Rooster's in trouble. He's about to, He, I think he was out of flares or whatever. Yeah, yeah he was out of uh, flares and dude's got him on lock and Maverick comes in. Does the old brake check move where he puts his ass up and throws flares down. And then for a split second, they got me Mm -hmm. when Maverick gets blown out of the sky. I thought, holy shit. Yeah. He did the, like, he did the J O B. Like, he's putting him over. He's, you know, he goes out a fucking dead hero. And now the younger generation is going to take over. And then I got thinking something stuck in my head from. 90 minutes earlier about this base that they were raiding. Mm. And I looked over at Nicole and I said, he's going to steal an F-14 to get home. <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm like, you'll see. And then Tom's about to get shot by a MI, what is it, MI-24? A hel- an attack helicopter. Yeah, t- attack chopper. And again, could see it coming a mile away just by the shot as far as the the camera where the the chopper hovers and he's got Tom dead to rights and it's sitting there just for a still. And I literally did this in the theater and you can't see it if you're listening at home, but I did took my hand out here and I went boom and sure shit missile comes from the side, blows the chopper up and it's rooster. And then of course he gets shot down and I'm like, he gets to ride with goose's son in the F-14 and the next scene they're looking through the, the hangar and, Rooster goes, are you shitting me? An F-14? <laughs> so, yeah, they run across the runway, steal an F-14. He's like, what do you, what do you say? Are you sure this? you can fly this bucket of bolts or whatever? He's like, I, or against, what, how, how was it? Something about they got fighters up there. He goes, I shot yeah. down three MiGs with one of these. And, yeah, almost did it again. What he, was it two that he got? Yeah, he yeah. got two. And then they ran out of ammo for the third, which sets us up for... The big save from from Hangman. Yeah. Which, did, did you catch the irony in that? Go ahead. In the original, mm-hmm. Maverick saves the asshole. Yeah. And then in this one, the asshole saves Maverick. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just perfectly done. I, I, one of the biggest moments you completely glossed over. There, during there were that so final, many. But... I know. During that final mission where... Goose is the opposite of Maverick. He's too conservative and he's going yeah, too slow. Yes. And when they're doing the simulations, Maverick's telling him, dude, you have to go faster. He yeah, goes, don't, no. Don't can't. think, just do. It's like, well, that's easy for you to say. You can't be reckless. You don't have a family or anything. Going, of course, looting to Goose. And in the final mission, Goose is again going too slow. And you see Tom. He did it at the end of the original Top Gun. Yeah. And he also did it a couple moments in the new one. Closes his eyes, Goose talked to me, and then, you know, he does something cool. And then Rooster, he's Dad. going too slow. Dad talked to me, yeah. and then just fucking punches it and, whoa, whoa, you're going too fast. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, that was it was good. And then 
Tom's mad at him for saving him. He's like, it's what my dad would have done, you know. Yeah. And he told me not to it, think. It's yeah. me right here. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just awesome. I, yeah. Way he, more pleased than I thought I'd be. I thought I figured it'd be pretty good. I did not expect to come out of the theater going that was fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, that it yeah. hits you in all the feels from the first, and it stands alone on itself. So a fucking five star time. Yeah, even uh, the again we didn't even talk about it. The Jennifer Connelly love story in this one is again far superior than the other one. Yeah, like makes I, a lot more sense. Really plays up Maverick being you know kind of the single playboy you know he finally you know learns that maybe it's time to settle down in his right ass age and when he jumps out the window i thought that was hilarious the, too yeah, yeah. the so, adult is trying to yeah because the her the daughter comes home so he has to sneak out the window because he's been a dog to her and uh, previous years, so he sneaks out and jumps out of the window. And when he stands up, he's looking in the kitchen window, and the daughter's looking right at him, <laughs> busted. And she's like, "Don't break her heart this time." Yeah. He didn't. They had a happy ending, and no. flew away in a P fifty one Mustang. No, yeah, great flick, man. I was yeah. very, very pleased that I went and seen it in the theater because something like that. Sure, it's going to be good on TV, but the when theater you s- experience. When you said you saw it, I figured, okay, he he. Used mischievous, mischievous. Blah, full, blah, 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 blah. full disclosure. Wait. I looked. They didn't have any. Okay. And I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. I. You know. I will more. Or no question. Will I watch it when it does come out? Hmm. But I'm glad that I didn't succumb to the pressure of finding like some shitty cam version yeah. of the movie because it just. <coughs> I might see it again next week. Wouldn't I don't appreciate know. it nearly as much as I did with. Uh, Seeing it in the theater like that, that was it was just really, really cool. Yeah. Uh Mission Impossible trailer played, that looks pretty yeah. solid as well. And that from what I understand, that's a, a two parter maybe I believe so, yeah. I know it's at least two. Somebody was talking about it might even be three, but it's the finale, supposedly. Mm. Um and those movies are usually pretty good too, but Yeah. I'm trying to think what what other trailer did I see? Thor we've already seen. Nope, which that looks freaky as fuck. Yeah. Jordan Peele. Well, his other two movies were freaky as fuck, so that would seem to follow. Yeah. There was, did you see the one? Literally, the, it, it was like a 10-second little clip of, it's definitely a horror movie, and all it does is it, like, it shows one little quick scene, and you hear the, like, chilling music, and then it just, it had a... A date or something. I can't remember what it was, but it no, it caught my attention. Obviously, not enough to remember what the fucking thing said. <laughs> but it, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I've never, you know, usually you see a trailer, you see a trailer. This was literally like a little ten second tease of mm. some fucking horror movie that's going to be coming out. Mm. So, looks pretty cool. All right. Anyway, yeah, I think we're done here. I think we're done here. All right. Don't know when we'll be back. Last time I said it'd probably be a couple weeks. Turned out to be a month. Oh, my work truck blew up. Did you have you heard this? No. Yeah. The old GMC Jesus. threw a rod on the way to Morton the other day. Oof. Yeah. Not good. Bummer. So yeah, we'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, good thing you know someone that works at a car dealership and can get, get get and can get you a deal. Yeah, when he does what he says he's gonna do. Because I haven't heard. He knows. I had told him to start looking. And uh, oh, okay. I'm waiting on a. A response of some sort of, hey, I'm, I got some leads, but we'll mm. see. Well, I'm sure it'll come through, but 
just need to find something to get us through the next couple of years. And I mean, the thing had 225,000 miles on it with very little extensive work on it. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, I got my money out of it. Yeah. Uh, she was a good little truck, but mm. yeah. She, anyway. She died. Yep. So, all right. Well, we will, uh, let's see. We're in OTAs now. Camp. We'll be here before camp, I'm sure. Camp doesn't start till like the end of July, so sure. we'll have something to talk about. I, don't know. I would hope. I don't know if there's any big movies coming out next month. I'm, I gotta imagine there's something. I just can't think of anything. In July? Uh well Thor is one. Uh no thanks. I I've 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 made this decision, I've thought about it. I'm officially retiring from the MCU and Star Wars. They still make some pretty good movies. I get that. I just I want to watch other stuff though. Like I've seen enough of that for for a lifetime. So I'm I'll watch other stuff. Uh, what if it's really really good? I, there's a lot of stuff that's really really good I haven't seen. I haven't seen Sopranos. I haven't seen The Wire. Uh, Succession's supposed to be great. I haven't seen that. Like Ozark, which you keep telling me to watch. I haven't seen that yeah. yet. Like what is Succession about? Because I hear Pat and them talk about it a lot. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> What is Succession about? It's like a corporate drama. Oh, yeah, it sounds boring. Well, no, see there Better Call Saul is getting, like, this season has been fucking amazing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, pick pick that back up before you get into Ozark, because I'd really like to, it, uh, granted, season one and two, kind of slow, mm-hmm. but I would say about the middle to end of two, it really starts once spring and- That's that, a big ask. You're asking me to watch like eight hours of shit to get to the good stuff. It's still good. It's just in comparison to what happens through season two and and on, mm. it's like night and day. But uh, it does do very well in setting up to that point. But this season has been fucking great. And it's getting, I think we're at episode like seven or eight. And we're like, yeah. There's another show I actually kind of I, I I'm not very far into it, but I heard you talk about it, and I'm sure it was great. I finally decided to start watching it. Eastbound and Down. You'd never seen. I never seen. Oh it. my god! Yeah. I'm only four up. Ep- I think three episodes in, but yeah, so far I'm loving it. And I'm like, oh, it's. I've already told my brother. I already dude. told Hunter. I'm like, you got to watch this. Yeah, you, it's yeah, it's fucking great. Like Danny McBride is what? What is his name in that? Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. Kenny yeah. fucking Powers, yeah. yeah. It's I, the last season is kind of disappointing, but it's still pretty fucking funny. Um but yeah, that show. I mean, I, I just knew it was fucking gag, dude. It's only four seasons, half hour show, so I kind of wanted to go through it. Have you seen Will Ferrell yet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Have, he did he did the the was it the autograph signing and it didn't go well? That was the first thing I saw or the last thing I saw. So has he? Pitched? Don't say anything. Wait, this one. This isn't. Has he pitched at the dealership yet? Uh, they asked him to. Okay, he's okay. he's gonna. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, kind of like ghosts. Like I started the BBC version of Ghosts because on HBO Max, and it, again it was super short. I knocked that out in like four days because it's. Yeah, when that's the thing. If a show doesn't grab me right away, I'm out. 
But when it does, I will do nothing but watch that show. Well, like, that's kind of like I started watching Better Call Saul, and then I tapped out after yeah. like midway through the first it, season. I'm like, now having stuck with it, mm. it's worth it. Okay, it is. It's worth the burn because it gets into the Breaking Bad territory of where you just think, what the fuck else could happen? And sure. the fact that they fit it in, and I'm excited because. We still haven't seen any of the Breaking Bad. Well, not am I say any, but we haven't seen Walter and Walter and. But it's I know they're confirmed coming. that they're coming, and I'm really interested to see how they work sure. them into the story because, so. you know, we saw when they actually met them in Breaking Bad. But yeah. anyway, all right. Oh well, wait, talking about you spending on. Sorry, did you ever start Righteous Gemstones? No, I'm telling you, you'd like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I get very similar vibes to the little bit I've watched of Eastbound and Down. And that's got Danny McBride, right? It's John Goodman, Danny McBride, and Adam Devine. Okay. Yeah. And oh. it's on also well, HBO Max, even though that doesn't matter to you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Walter Goggins is in it a little bit too. I know the name. Uh he was uh well, you didn't watch Justice. Well, he was the bad guy in Justified. Justified. I, he was also in Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know exactly so, what you're talking yeah. about. Now. Always plays a bastard. Yeah. And he's a bastard in this too. So anyway. Yeah. Mike in Better Call Saul, Mike mm-hmm. Ermatrout. Yeah. He's worth it alone for, for Better Call Saul because like he's got some of the most badass scenes. Like Mike was his fixer, right? Yeah, the okay. clean cleaner, whatever you yeah. want to call him. But yeah, he's got a few scenes. One in particular uh, with the guy that played Trevor in GTA. Oh right, that is fucking. I I just watched it again on YouTube uh, the other day. The scene where what are you gonna do about it, Billy Jackoff? And that guy. I don't remember what his name is. I can't either. But everything he was, he's been—he had a big awesome. part in uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, and then of course we know him as Trevor from GT. He's like Ryan Reynolds in the aspect that once you see Ryan Reynolds play Deadpool and you yeah. go back and you're like, he's literally that guy in almost every movie. <laughs> yeah, this guy's the same. He is fucking Trevor in every movie that he plays yeah. or show that he that I've seen him in. Walking Dead, same kind of character. And while he's only in one episode and it's a fairly short scene, it's fucking amazing. Uh, and a lot of that's because of Mike, too. But yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. We'll be back at some point. I'm sure we'll do a show or so before camp. But obviously, once camp starts and we get into some preseason stuff, things will, will really pick up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what we didn't fucking talk about at all? What? The fucking Jimbo Fisher Nick Saban shit. Oh, yeah, because we had to, you know, spend 40 minutes on the NFL in fucking June. <laughs> well, it's college football in fucking June. Uh, well, I know, but, but this way. was bigger. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? I mean, Saban's a hypocrite. I mean, yeah. he, he said this to the Alabama Business Association. <laughs> like everyone said, it's like, that was a dog whistle. That was, hey, give us more money. Right. Yeah. So. Bas- yeah. That's exactly like we, what it we was. We need more money to pay for these players to compete with these other teams. But yeah. your Ryan Day straight up came out and said, "Hey, I need thirteen million dollars to keep this team intact." Well, I didn't hear that exact quote, but yeah, he, I, yeah, I he saw actually McAfee said that. was talking about it, where he's yeah. like, "You need, you know, however many millions for a quarterback, and then you got receivers, and then you know, seven hundred fifty thousand, five hundred thousand for corners." And but yeah. yeah, that's where we're going with with college football. Yes, yeah. I mean, we're gonna do a thing here, probably. 
maybe we'll do that in a couple weeks just as some filler. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to do is Bill, how was it? So the big speculation, and Rich Eisen said it numerous times, and I think we're heading there, is a super league of X amount of teams, of the biggest teams in college football that just say, you know what, fuck the NCAA, we're going to do our own thing. We don't need the NCAA at all for college football. I mean, they serve a purpose for the smaller sports, but football, not so much. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to draft conferences. Meaning, oh, just one. Like you're, what did we say? Twelve each, or no? I was thinking, I dra- You have a conference, I have a conference, and it's like we're drafting, right? But weren't we? Did, didn't we limit it to twenty four teams? Is that what? Yeah, but yeah, we could do twenty four. We might need to do more, maybe thirty two. <laughs> Once I start looking at the list, it, yeah, it might get pretty heavy. But yeah, because I, I after we talked about this, I actually did it on the NCAA fourteen, and it. it you have to have three. The way the game was set up, though, I had to do three conferences. So it was 36, and that gets a little thin, to be honest. So Yeah. 32 yeah. might be the way to go, but 16 and 16. So I already have my big board set up of the teams. Because so. <laughs> I literally had to do it that night, and I kept forgetting about teams. Like, oh, fuck, I forgot about LSU. Never mind. They're here. Cross that out and had to reorder everything. Yeah, see, so I you're probably going to decimate me just because you follow college football. Like I know the big, big boys, but like, you know more about the programs and coaches and turnover and things like that than, than I do. So, yeah, I mean, I was, your conference will probably end up smoking mine, but yeah, well, I mean, it's just, the thing is like, if this was a conference, like that's kind of why I'm interested to do it too, is like, okay, what's important to you? Do you, Try it. I, I'm not imagining this being regional. I'm imagining this more as the AFC NFC type deal. So it's like, okay, I well, have yeah. To get... If you're going to do a super like a super league type thing, location isn't really going to matter, I right? Mean, so it'll be interesting. Like, okay, I have to get this team. That way, I can match them up with this team. Because then you could always do then... like if this were to happen, and say you got 32 teams or whatever, you're going to pick from all over the country, and then you could be like, okay, we're going to have uh, four divisions. Yeah. Because obviously you're not going to play 32 fucking games or whatever, so you would have, you know, four divisions, maybe two. You have to have per- some level of protected rivals as well. Yeah. So anyway, which that'll be interesting because like if you take Michigan, and I take Ohio State. Yeah. Kind of throws that out the window, but well, anyway, no, that have to be a protective rival, just like you know some other teams. But anyway, so yeah, we'll do that at some point. We're not going to write a fucking schedule out. So well, no, no, really I just you know. All right, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll probably get back together here in a couple of weeks and do that, and then uh, we'll probably do another one around camp, maybe something. Yeah. All right, anyway, I am D's. He is Dylan. All right, see ya. Ooh.